seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, my love, and welcome back to a fresh pressed episode of the Awakening Her podcast. Hello, my homies. Hello, my friends. How are you? I am so excited to be back. In this episode, we're talking about something that I don't know if I've actually talked about myself. I think I've had guests um, touching on it before, but I don't think I've ever done an episode in all the 300 plus episodes on this. Today, we are talking about feminine energy and unleashing our feminine energy and how it unleashes our potential. And it really massively helps in manifestation as well as supporting us in this stage of awakening. So, I'm going to get to all that. I'm so excited to talk about feminine energy. I will touch on masculine a little bit as well for the contrast. And I really want you to, um, by the end of this episode, really understand what feminine energy is, how it supports you in manifestation. I'm also going to talk about practical ways you can actually bring it into your life and how you can start unleashing and activating more of that beautiful feminine energy to help you manifest. So, so excited. Before we launch into that, I'm going to really quickly share a couple of things that are going on. So first of all, I have a brand new energy clearing called Let It Go. Yes, I also hear the Frozen song in my head. (laughs) This is happening March 14th, and this is a powerful energy release. Um, We're going to be bringing in elements of breath breathwork, somatics, tapping, meditation, channeled material, as well as chakra clearing. So this is a really powerful and safe way to release the energy that is ready to go. Anything blocking you from your next level, that's what we're going to get into. The links for everything I'm going to talk about, including this is below. That is Let It Go, a new clearing. And then after that, we have The Shift, a transformative self-growth weekend. And this, you guys, is next level. This is new territory for me. I am getting so excited. It's just going to be so special. This is called The Shift, April 20th and 21st. It is a self-growth deep dive virtual retreat type weekend where we are going to spend one and a half full days together with, of course, lots of breaks. There's lots of info to come as well as on the page if you want to check it out. But it is called The Shift, and it's for exactly that. When you have been navigating the goo phase where you're not where you were, you've you know moved mountains you've really moved forward in your life from where you were but you're not yet where you're going. When you feel like you're on the precipice of a giant shift, this is exactly the transformative and deep dive weekend that is created for you. It's going to be so special. You're also going to get a package in the mail with some materials and some gifts. So this is truly um, a really special weekend for those that are really ready for change and value self-growth and value investing in themselves to go through these, you know, multiple day events to really come in a 
caterpillar and leave a butterfly, it's going to be so powerful. So check out the shift below. And other than that, I have a free event coming up, but I do not have the dates yet solidified. We're just going, uh, working out the dates right now, but it's a free event called the goo phase. So this is where we are talking exactly that, that in between phase where you have, you know, move forward, but you're not yet where you're going. There's some key tools and practices and things you need to know about this phase for you to navigate it with power and clarity and intention and really move forward into your next level. So that's going to be a free event called the goo phase. If the link is ready at the time that this episode is released, it'll be down below. Otherwise just stay tuned. I'm sure I'll mention it on the show as well as Instagram. If you have not yet followed me on Instagram, I would love to see you over there. It's at Talia Joy Manifestation and I'm posting daily and you can keep up to date with all the stuff I'm making reels, showing my face in the stories, all the normal Instagram stuff. I would love to see you over there as well. Okay. So let's just dive into today's episode. As I said, we're talking about feminine energy and unleashing it and how it's so important in manifestation. And I'm going to offer you some tangible tangible tools at the end. So let's just dive in. So first I'm just going to dive into what feminine energy is. And actually, before I do that, I want to say that I'll probably reiterate this throughout, but feminine energy is nothing to do with gender or sex or how you identify. We all have feminine, we all have feminine energy and we all have masculine energy. It's like a yin yang. It may not be exactly half and half like the yin yang, but all of us have both. So sometimes if someone is more masculine, they may have more masculine energy, whether they are technically female or identify, you know, it really has nothing to do with any of that. You may find in your energy, you more dominantly have feminine or masculine. As I go into the traits, you'll be able to see if you don't know already. Um, and again, it has nothing to do with your gender or how you identify. So that's just out of the way. Um, when we talk about feminine, we're not just talking about women women or girls or anything to do with gender. So as I say, we all have masculine and feminine energy and these different parts of us come out at different parts in the day or, you know, over our life or how we respond to stress. And we're kind of always oscillating in and out of feminine and masculine energy. So you may be having a day where you're really like getting shit done, running errands. You'd be very much in your masculine, checking things off, you know, the list, taking action, you know, moving forward in that sort of, you know, way of I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this. That's very masculine. Masculine, um, whereas other days you more you might be called to rest, or maybe you're singing, painting, you're an artist, you're being more creative. Maybe you just have a day of more sort of stillness and flow. Then you may have a day where you're more in your feminine. This could also oscillate, as I said, in the day. So in your morning, when you have your daily practice, you may be more in your feminine, probably are more in your feminine energy. But then you transition, you have a shower, you eat breakfast, you go into parenting or work or whatever you have going on for the day into those chores, you then flip into your masculine. So that is also important to recognize is we're going in and out all the time. That's totally normal. That's good. 
When we talk about balance in general, and I say this to my private clients all the time, I don't think balance means 50-50 all the time. I think in life we go through seasons, right? So sometimes you're more in like a, a phase where you're consuming content, you're taking courses, you're really learning and soaking up. And then other times you're integrating and you're you know, bringing in and you're more relaxed or more passive or more chill or whatever it is. Like we all go through... A again, phases and seasons. So balance and your masculine and feminine being quote unquote in balance may not, and probably is not 50, 50. Like I personally, am not in my masculine just as much as I'm in my feminine down to the minutes. But what we learn to do is we see which we see when we're radically out of balance and then we go, okay, I need more masculine or I need more feminine. And that's kind of how we come into our own personal balance, but it's probably not going to be 50, 50. I'm sure there are people that it is, but just knowing that even if I say bringing into balance, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be exactly, you know, in the middle. So feminine energy, I'm just going to talk about the traits of feminine energy and what it brings just to really, you know, um, set the stage. So we all know what we're talking about. So feminine energy is more receptive. It is more nurturing. It's more intuitive. So it's the part of us that is more connected to flow and nurture and love and intuition, right? So feminine energy is more about, um, healing and gentleness and compassion and understanding and creativity, wisdom, patience. Um, feminine energy is more connected to the emotions rather than just the head and the logic. It's more about emotions. It's more about fluidity, flexibility, empathy. So these are all very feminine energy traits within us. We also have the masculine. So for contrast, the masculine is the logic, the reason, the action. It's more firmness. It's more like methodology, like step-by-step structure. It's more about survival. Um, the masculine energy is protective. It's loyal. It's about strength and actually stillness, which is very interesting because feminine energy is flow. So actually stillness, like when you come into a still meditation, but then you're opening up to wisdom, that's actually a really beautiful balance of the both because stillness, uh, sorry, of both because stillness is masculine energy. So again, it's more like the ration way of doing things, the strategic, the step-by-step. So say in a business, you, in my opinion, and I support my clients with this, we need both. We need the structure of like, you know, the business plan or the way that we execute the way we market. But then we also need the, you know, feminine energy of the intuition of the visualization of what's next of the emotional connection to what we're doing. And in my opinion, we need masculine and feminine energy for basically all things, even when we're looking at relationships and our, you know, parenting or whatever, it's a, it's always a mix of there's firmness, there's action and reason. And then 
and there's also emotion and creativity and empathy. So today we are focusing mostly on the feminine energy because I do find with a lot of my clients, especially when we are driven, when we are high achievers, when we want a lot for ourselves and we're focused on self-growth, this is where we tend to default more into our masculine. So I want to say personally, as I go through this, I live more in my feminine. It's harder for me to have structure and, you know, a plan and all of that. But I've really learned that when I bring that into my life, I bring in more safety because the feminine without the masculine energy is more like, yes, I'm creative. I'm connecting with the quantum. I'm visualizing, but I live in the friggin' cosmos. <laughs> so the last couple of years, it's been game changing to actually bring more masculine energy into my life, to bring more firmness, to bring more structure. Even if it's just a bit, it's like the structure holds all that energy that I have all the intuition, all the channeling, all the visualization, and then I bring structure to it and it's a powerful combo. So you may be like me, or I actually find a lot of my clients have been more in the masculine, which is the doing, it's the logic, what's the plan, give me the answer, I wanna take the steps, I'm ready to go, which is great and that's why we work so well together because that masculine energy drives you forward. But if you're not incorporating in feminine energy, you will always feel like you're going, going, going. You do a lot of effort and it feels like it may not pay off or you're spinning in circles. You may also have a really hard time relaxing when someone says, just surrender. You might go like, eh, what even does that mean? Right? The no plan might make you feel like you're flailing in the wind, which is totally fine. And as I said, it's important to have a plan, but when we're more in our masculine, we're usually more in survival and we're like looking for the method rather than tuning into our intuition or rather than trusting the path, we're more like, where the frick's the answer <laughs> constantly. Um, so if you are stuck more in your masculine, you may be really good at doing things, especially like high achiever, but you may be feeling like you're not in purpose or fully fulfilled or enjoying pleasure or that you're connected to your intuition or that you're taking time to be creative and go with the flow. So again, as I say all these things, you can start to see where you are more. Are you more dominantly in your feminine? Are you more dominantly in your masculine? Um, and really starting to bring those into quote unquote balance or bring in a bit of the one that you are lacking more. But today we're talking about the feminine. So why this is so important when it comes to manifesting and it comes to moving forward because you're on the precipice of something really big right now. You're in the middle of a huge up level and I know you're driven and I know that you're ready for your next phase. And sometimes when we are in that, like, okay, what do I do? Or even like, what's blocking me? What's stopping me? You know, looking for answers, looking for the source, looking for the one event that you can heal and really in that active state, that that's good. You know, you're always going to be a driven seeker. You're going to, you know, accomplish great things. But in this goo phase, in this time of in between where you are on the precipice and you've done so much work, this is the place where sometimes there needs to be a gentleness so that you can be led into your next level, so that you can be led to the next you know, idea for what's going to have you crack into more abundance or explode your business or heal, you know, your body or whatever's going on. There is this oscillation, as I say, of taking action, but then also being led. 
So there is a time in this time and with manifestation to allow yourself to be a little bit softer, a little less rigid. So I say to my clients, like we will always take inspired action as it comes. I'm not saying no action. So just know that have a little bubble that says, of course, I'm going to take action as something resonates with me, put it to the side and completely open up and almost in some ways, let go of what you think it should look like, what you think needs to be done and allow yourself to be in the in-between because that idea is coming. And there's also a time right now for releasing old beliefs, for shedding what you were. So I always love to bring things back to the cycle of the caterpillar and the butterfly. And that's why this is called the goo phase is because when the caterpillar crawls into the chrysalis, it completely breaks down into mush, into unrecognizable goo, no nervous system, no digestive system, no heartbeat, no brain. It's freaking insane. Actually, when I was doing a bunch of research for my book, I kept being like more and more, um, like amazed and almost humbled at the process of the butterfly. It's crazy. So in the middle, they become this pile of goo where if you were to cut into the chrysalis, it would pile out into like probably what looks like snot. Like it would be like this gelatinous goo that has no nervous system, no anything. And then when the time is right, the the pile of goo starts building itself back up into a completely new animal, which is the butterfly. There's no, it's not like the body even stays the same and it just sprouts wings. Nothing is the same. So when we are in this phase, you are nothing like what you were and you're not yet totally developed to where you're going. Your wings aren't totally, you know, formed yet. And this is that goo phase. So if you can relate to this, this is definitely the time to be embracing your feminine energy. And I'm going to also explain how it helps you to manifest even more as well. But as I say, this time is about flow. It's about being led. It's about softening, not so much searching, searching, searching for the answers, but allowing yourself to gain clarity from within. And you can still be you know, in classes or mentorship or whatever, but it's less about tell me what to do and more about strengthening who you are inside and really getting, you know, clearing, stepping into your next version of you because nobody has the necessarily the answers or can tell you exactly what you're meant to be. That's your journey. That's what you see in your mind's eye as that higher self, as that next version, you know where you're headed. And right now there is like a softness that needs to happen um, in order to allow in who you truly are, your next version, your, or your next vision, your intuitive downloads. There's a softness that needs to happen to allow your manifestations to connect with you. And that's one thing I see as a channel and as an intuitive all the time. And I do this, you know, my clients, we all do this, but sometimes we feel like we need to find the answer, but we're not slowing down enough for the answer to come from within us. So just for an example, if somebody had a business and they're going like, what kind of program should I put out? And they're researching, you know, like, you know, best programs, you know, what's going to sell best price points, what colors should I use for someone to sell? And that's all they're doing. The fanciest sales page, I'm going to use words that are going to trick them into buying, like, first of all, gross versus sitting in whatever your stillness is, even if it's nature or 
whatever else, whatever else, and allowing yourself to be inspired from the inside out. And all of a sudden, one day you have this idea of like, oh my goodness, I could host chakra clearings. I could start coaching women who are fresh out of relationships or out of marriages, or, you know, I could help people navigate grief the way that I have or whatever it is. That idea is in you, your million dollar idea, your next best step, even if it's for your body you're wanting to heal or personal transformation, you don't know what's blocking you. That's going to come from within. It's not going to come from out there and someone else's like perfectly curated process. So sometimes the ego just wants to fix, 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 which is masculine energy. And we need to allow, allow the breakthroughs to happen, allow the realizations. So if you are, as I said, like, I know you like to invest in yourself and join programs and you really value self-growth in in this time, when you're activating more of your feminine energy and coming into balance, allow yourself to join containers or read books or whatever, things that feel have you feel nurtured, or maybe it's more healing work or how to activate your intuition, something about like gentleness, maybe it's creativity more or, um, you know, deepening into who you are versus what should I do? So in this phase, it's really important to allow yourself to be led, allow yourself to move into your next level. And so with feminine energy and moving forward, how it actually helps you to do this is because, as I said, you will access more intuition and guidance. So that feminine energy is that intuitive thread. Your third eye starts to open as you allow it, as you sort of become less rigid and actually allow yourself to be led, allow yourself to get those answers. It will guide you toward your next right step, your right path for manifesting all of those things that you desire. When you're endlessly scrambling for the right thing to do, you're often not hearing um, your intuition trying to whisper what to do, or you're ignoring that gut instinct. So trusting your intuition is also feminine. So it's not just hearing it or receiving it. It's trusting it as well and making decisions from alignment and true desires rather than making scrambly, desperate decisions. And you know what I'm talking about. I know personally I've invested in programs from a place of like, you know, desperation, and then it just wasn't as good of an experience. Or I've invested in programs like, you know, you are here to help me in this journey, to support me, you know, whether it was um, through a mentor or whatever. And one is empowering. One is like, I allow myself to be supported, which is feminine. The other one is tell me what to do. I'm desperate, which is more masculine. And, you know, it's just not going to lead you to the same place. It's just totally different intentions there. So feminine energy also helps you to manifest and move forward because you start to access more creativity. So creativity is not only like you putting a paintbrush to a canvas or whatever, but it also allows you to think of creative new ideas, to be open and available to creative solutions for abundance, for success, for your health, for your moving forward journey. 
So when you're in that creativity, you're just much more inspired and inspired is in spirit. And that's when you go like, oh, you know, it would be fun or, you know, it would be so cool to do that's creativity. That's flow. So when you're in that feminine energy, you actually will be more creative, which if you have a business, even if it's a business like mine, or maybe it's an actual like art business or whatever, it's going to help you to think of and create the best stuff. So thinking of those ideas that you could bring to your business or bring to your life, you'll be more connected through feminine energy. Feminine energy is also about surrendering and letting go, which I know is, it does feel difficult, but this helps you to manifest and move forward so much because think of yourself. You're like almost on like a water slide of life and you just got to trust the process. You will be spit out the end, but in this case, the pool is like a glowy, glittery ball of all your, you know, dreams and desires. And if we are like sticking ourselves in the water slide, I don't know why that came up and you're not letting yourself go down. I see like arms like out at both sides, legs out, like, no, you can't make me. And it's just saying, go with the flow. I know it seems a little bit, you know, crazy right now. And you, you know, you didn't anticipate this, but let go surrender to the process. And that's what feminine energy allows us to do. It teaches us the importance of surrender and letting go of control. So I like to use this example with my clients. The only way you can hold water is with an open hand. If you dip your hands in a pool and you close your fists, you're not holding water. So the only way to hold water is with an open hand. And this is the importance of surrender and letting go. That's actually when we can hold our desires, when we can hold that better feeling energy and be in it. But as soon as we grip and close our fists, we're not holding anything. So the more you grip, the more you're not actually able to hold this new vibration, abundance, success, confidence, because you're so tightly wound. So this feminine energy will help to relax and surrender and start to go, you know what? I don't exactly know how all this is going to go, but I trust in myself and I'm going to surrender to the process. And then as those creative ideas come, yes, we bring in the masculine, we take action, we do the thing, but we're also in this state of like, as I said, being led, letting go magic happens when we let go of how we think the magic should happen. That's a nugget there for you. So feminine energy is also connected, Canadian, weird, connected to receptivity and magnetism. So as I say, surrender, letting go, right? Inspiration, intuition, feminine energy is so receptive. So ultimately in your life, you want to receive the stuff, right? You want to receive the success. You want to receive the abundance. You want to receive the feelings that you want to create. And that feminine energy is receptive. If you picture masculine energy, like head down, doing the shit, that's very different than open hearted, open to receive. So feminine energy is actually the thing that allows you to receive, right? We're talking about receiving intuition, receiving ideas, it also helps you to receive abundance, receive the magnetism or receive uh, what is here for you and your desires to actually come into your life. If you just head down all the time, you're not actually ever receiving. And this is why 
like the masculine can get out of balance with self-growth and manifestation. We're always just doing, 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 but we're not taking a moment to open up and receive what is here for you already. So, um, because of that receptive energy, that is very magnetic. That's why feminine energy is also your magnetism, your you know, your heart, your energy field, it's all very magnetic when you're in that feminine energy. And that, that magnetism draws desires, draws energy, draws people toward you. It's such a powerful thing. Like the feminine energy, I want you to think now for a second with masculine and feminine. And if there's a very like powerful feminine goddess type energy, it draws the masculine in. Hell, it draws the feminine in. Everyone's like, who's that, right? The feminine energy, you think about it, it draws people in. Whereas the masculine, it doesn't necessarily repel, but it's more about safety and security and stability. Whereas the feminine energy is like attracts like moths to a flame. It's just so, you know, juicy and magnetic. And that is the same for your abundance and your, the success you want, it will be magnetized to you in that energy. So I'm going to get into a minute how we can start to activate it more specifically, but the last thing I want to touch on in how this, this activates manifestation is feminine energy is also about nurturing, but self-care as well. And when you care for yourself, you show up more magnetic, you show up more as your quote unquote best self or as her, or as that, you know, more empowered version you know, depletion and exhaustion is not the vibe. That's not what's going to help you manifest being like, I'm so freaking worn out and on the, on the edge of burnout. Look at me go. I can feel I'm manifesting money. Like it, it doesn't, it repels it. It has you feel crunchy. It also wears down your nervous system and your beautiful body. And it, you know, fogs your mind and weighs you down too much. Go, go, go all the time. We need to take time for nurturing, for self-care and for pleasure. And that is magnetic. That is receptive energy. So that feminine energy within you emphasizes and reminds you of the importance of nurturing yourself and practicing self-care. And when you look at manifestation, every moment you're feeling nurtured, every moment you're in pleasure, you're attracting more. You're attracting nurturing from the universe, opportunities, abundance, people, support, you're attracting pleasure, which is things that feel freaking good and, you know, beautiful sunsets and lots of abundance and good food and good laughs and good sex and good friends. And, you know, you're attracting more pleasure. So when you do self-care, whether it's a bath or it's journaling or going for a walk, meditation, getting a massage, spending time with yourself, you know, just doing something for you, you are attracting powerful things into your life, things that give you more relief, um, the feeling of freedom and relaxation and being taken care of safety. It's so, so powerful. So being in your feminine allows you to also nurture and take care of yourself more. So I want you to start to take inventory. We're going to wrap up in a minute after I share some of the tangible things you can do. 
but I really want you to think about in your feminine energy, um, where are you feeling called to create more of, or, or what area do you feel like you need more of? Is it intuition and that, you know, internal guide connecting to your intuitive guide? Is it creativity and inspiration? Do you feel like you can't remember the last time you were lit up and feeling creative and inspired in spirit? Is it about surrendering and letting go? Maybe you're like, so what? <laughs> like that is not my strong point and that's totally fine. This is just places that we can ease into, right? So maybe that's one that's challenging or is it, do you feel receptivity and magnetism being open, feeling magnetic? Is it about nurturing and self-care? You know, where is the weakest link for you and where can you start to bring in more feminine energy because it will help you to manifest. So some of the things that you can actually do that will put you in the energy of feminine mojo. <laughs> so being in creativity, so doing things that make you feel creative and fun. It could be rearranging your house. It could be some sort of art. It could be singing. It could be writing a poem. It could be stacking rocks at the beach. Like it really doesn't matter what it is, but connecting to creativity, connecting to pleasure. I do this. I, I tell my clients about this. I encourage them to do it, to really like inject pleasure into your day. So I do simple things like I bring uh, lavender essential oil with me. It's also very feminine or rose jasmine. Those are very feminine, but I bring essential oil with me and I put it on my wrists, you know, like while I'm driving or even before grocery shopping, like little things to infuse pleasure into my day. Um, when I'm in my office, I always have some sort of smell in the air, like sage or incense or essential oil because it really enhances pleasure for me. Um, drinking, you know, nice pleasure like beverages, even if it's just water with lemon in it or apple cider vinegar, maybe it's a fancy drink you make for yourself, some sort of tea or some sort of milk with a Y, whatever you want. Um, but really sinking into pleasure and engaging your senses. So music that sounds good or sounds being outside, paying attention to the birds and the wind, you know, what do you, you know, sights that feel good, putting up artwork in your house that makes you feel yummy or, you know, um, looking again outside in nature at the trees, you know, really engaging your senses, beautiful smells, beautiful tastes, looking at where you can bring more pleasure into your life instantly puts you more into feminine energy. Also what you can do is to work on slowing down to work on yes, stillness. It may be masculine, but creating space and slowing down and allowing yourself to just flow a little bit. That is so powerful. So if you're really like a high, um, I don't want to say achiever, but like lots of stuff going on really busy, you can even create 20 minutes or on your lunch break where you don't pick up your phone and you just sit at and stare at the trees or eat your lunch in, you know, without being stimulated, without going to your phone or watching something else, just slowing down. And then also like booking off full days where you actually intentionally don't do anything or with the kids, you know, if you have a family and you're in that situation, just having maybe a lazy Sunday where we all just slow down and read books and pretend the power went out, you know, slow down. If you have your own business, bring in days where you have less stuff booked, whatever it means for you, just slowing down. 
So another thing you can do in your feminine energy is to honor your emotions. So it's expressing them in a healthy way, whether that's screaming into a pillow or talking to a therapist or a mentor or sharing with a loved one, even just honoring your emotions. So maybe you feel crunchy or pinchy or, you know, irritated today. Honor that. Just put your hand on your heart, bring up that feminine energy and just say, I honor what I'm feeling today. And maybe you're feeling excited and you, you go like, Oh my goodness, life is so good. And then you start to, you know, your head comes in and goes, well, there's still these things you want to accomplish. Stop and go, no, I'm going to honor my joy, my excitement, my gratitude. So whatever you know, angle it is, whether it's quote unquote good or quote unquote bad emotions, there are none, there's no good and bad. We're meant to experience them all, but just really honoring them, the act of honoring them and not shoving them down, devalidating or putting them to the side that is feminine in itself. Another thing you can do is embrace vulnerability, which nobody loves to hear, but feminine energy encourages, encourages us to embrace that vulnerability. It's a strength, not a weakness, allowing yourself to be vulnerable in a safe space or, you know, where you can, it really has you connect more deeply to yourself and others, allowing you to just be with whatever it is you're being vulnerable with in yourself. And as I say, connect deeper to others that just leads us to feel more authentic. So vulnerability is also feminine. Another thing that we can do is to practice self-compassion. So just like honoring the emotions, um, feminine energy is about compassion and self-empathy. So cultivating more self-compassion, forgiveness for yourself. I always say to myself, no matter what I've done or haven't done, I love and accept myself. No matter how I showed up today, whether I was on fire, potent, changing the world, or I was irritated, in tears, self-sabotage either way, I deserve compassion from myself. So self-compassion is a very feminine energy. And the second you, you know, say to yourself, like, no matter what, I love you, or I offer you compassion, or I fully accept myself, no matter how I showed up today, that puts you in that feminine energy. It's more receptive. It's more nurturing. And it's a more open-hearted place. So another thing you can do to embrace your feminine energy is to embrace change. Realizing that feminine energy teaches us to be fluid, to be adaptable, to flow like water, to flow like the seasons, and to remember that flowing is a natural rhythm of life. So embracing change when things are shifting and it feels like you have no control, maybe things are changing at work or the kids are growing up and it's making you feel all uncomfortable or relationships are ending, friendships are ending, new ones are starting, maybe things you love to do, your yoga studio closes down. There's times when we just have to embrace change and let go of resistance and naturally allow ourselves to pivot and go, okay, this happened. I'm not going to get in a bunch about it, or I'm going to, you know, really try to go with life and see what's here for me. Is there a new yoga studio? Is, you know, is there somewhere else I'm being called to go? Can I embrace this change and transition going on in my family or in my friend's circle and trying to just let go? I love how Wayne Dyer talks about let go and let God, because it is very true. When we let go, we allow the universe to come in and show us why 
it's changing, why that thing was, you know, taken from us or shifted or broken down or, you know, what we can gain by learning to be okay with times changing or aging or, you know, whatever it is, it's not easy always, but navigating change and letting go of resistance and really trying to trust the unfolding allows manifestation and your life and your awakening to unfold in such a better way. I see as a channel all the time, the universe is always like redirecting us into the place that we say we want. And they're always trying to bring us new opportunities and, and things that, you know, spawn and help our growth. But when we don't allow any flow, we again, just head down, do what we think we should do. We're not allowing source in. So if I'm building a business and only ever doing what everyone else says I should fucking do and only focusing on the tactical and the strategic and, you know, doing ads and doing this and doing that, I'm not allowing source to show me that my business needs to pivot or talk more about this or people need this from you. I'm not embracing change. And if you've been around the block with my actual business, I've changed numerous times. I've gone from doing nutrition consulting and intuitive eating into the good feeling life, which was just strictly sort of law of attraction mindset stuff into the business that it is now, which is even more spiritual and manifestation and becoming everything your soul intended for you. I have shifted and changed so many times because source guides me there or my inner guide, my intuition, things start feeling crunchy. It's time to move on. Life is going to show you that sometimes it's time to move on. And when we can't let go, we're not letting in our next step. We actually block the next iteration of our life. We actually block our manifestations because, you know, life, the universe, God is trying to change the things that need to be shifted and let go of in order to move forward. So embrace change. It's a good thing. So the last thing I'm going to suggest today to um, get into more of a feminine energy and feminine flow is being in nature because nature is, you know, it has its own inner wisdom. It is the seasons and it's fluid. And one thing like energy is just transforming all the time. A leaf, you know, buds and it's fresh and then it falls off the tree and it composts and then it gets eaten by worms and pooped out by worms and then, you know, used as fertilizer, whatever else. It's this constant flow and evolution and transformation. Nature has so much wisdom within it. And when we connect to nature, we soften, our shoulders drop, we become more open, our heart just opens naturally, our intuition becomes more online. So connecting with nature, I also highly recommend with like no headphones in, just being out in nature, hearing the birds, you know, hearing the stream, being out wherever you are, whether it's desert or it's forest or, you know, whatever it is for you, nature has so much wisdom and just puts us in that feminine energy. So I hope this episode has helped you. I hope it has inspired you to awaken and embrace that feminine energy within you. If you feel like it would benefit you, I could totally do an episode on the masculine energy and talking about how that can also really serve us and sort of the other part of blending the two. I just find that the feminine tends to be more what comes up with clients, but you let me know on Instagram if you want me to talk more about this. I would love to remember my love. You have the power to 
to manifest your dreams, to create a life that is truly fulfilling and is over the top abundant and really filled with purpose and pleasure and play and joy. You are ready for it. I know you are. You know you are. Make sure to stay tuned to the Awakening Her podcast for more episodes that are designed to support you in this manifestation and awakening journey. I love you so much. I will see you in some of the workshops, maybe in the shift self-growth weekend, and I will see you also in the next episode. Love you lots. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot and I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her daily practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her manifesting apparel store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you in the next episode.